Dr. Greg. How are you doing? Hi, Alex. Great. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, <laughs> it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. This is my uh, kind of my retreat from uh, family. <laughs> um, okay, so um, the first question would be kind of a twofold question, and I'm about to be done asking that twofold question, but um, I need to ask, uh, where are you located? And um, how has been the pandemic for you so far? I'm located in Baltimore, Maryland. And um, I lost a sister in 2020 from the, um, from the virus. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. She had, uh, she had other issues, but the, the COVID, you know, was a final straw. Um, I'm just happy wow. to see that um, a lot of people have gotten vaccinated. I think the state of Maryland has one of the highest vaccination rates. And um, they're starting to do away with mask mandates here in the state of Maryland. So I, I, think, we're, um, I think we are starting to get a handle on it as a nation. Things are starting to open Michael up. Michael Dolan said. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Um, the... the um, you know, like th one of the main reason why I do ask that question and, you know, like I'm about to be over with asking the question and, um, it, you know, like, uh, but at, at the same time, I may not be too, you know, like I, I may not be stopping, you know, right, right, right now, you know, like, and the re main reason is that um, what worries me is the kind of the postmortem, um, you know, like uh, no innuendo here, but, you know, like of uh, mental health. And post-traumatic stress that you know is come out is going to come come out of you know like the, this whole two full two years uh, yeah. of people being confined, um, um, isolated, alone, and this is you know the the reason why I do ask that question is because I do think a lot about that you know like I'm just came back from a vacation and um, I was in Jamaica and you know people were. Um, even though you know, like you didn't feel much of the pandemic down there. Um, reading about the the country, you know, like they're twenty five percent vaccinated. You know, like their the country oh my is. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and 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 you know, like they 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 make like um what they call like healthy corridors, which means that this hotel is associated or partnered with um a precise number of places where you're allowed and authorized to go. And if you don't do that, you know, like they, they can't, um, well, whatever, you know, like you could be fined or, you know, like what, what you know, uh, they want to make sure that, you know, like your trip is safe and, and healthy. Um, but at the same time, you could, you could feel kind of the warmth of people getting back together, you know, like just like the, the, it looks like almost an explosion of at, at freaking last, you know, like I, I can, yeah. I can, you know, <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> and it, really, you know, and and for me, it is the, it is the thing I I think about the most is you know like the kids um, aftermath of this, um, and adults as well, you know, like where you know like I I've never had fear of crowd or or phobias around you know like people or crowds and social phobias. I work in sales for God's sake, you know, like, so mm -hmm. it would be, <laughs> it would be crazy uh, having those fears, but I felt it, you know, like, so, so even a guy that, you know, like is used to uh, meeting with people and, you know, like shaking hands and, 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 and stuff, um, 
and mingling and, you know, like the kind of the bases and the ABCs of sales, um, I felt the um, tingling of, you know, like the, the not wanting to go out sometimes, you know, like which made me think that, you know, like if you were all only a bit keen into those phobias of meeting and, and, and gathering and socially be, you know, kind of, um, how can you say this, you know, like socially acceptable. <laughs> mm -hmm. like, um, this would just amplify it, you know? So yeah, that's, this is why I do ask the question is because I think about this a lot and I'm not too sure if the authorities are aware of the, um, full impact pass, you know, when, when they're going to say, Hey, everyone's free now, you know, like enjoy. Um, not too sure if the authorities have thought of, you know, like kind of the long lasting impact it's going to have on people and human only, beings. Only time will tell. You're right. Yeah. Um, so, um, if, if I come back to how, you know, like my, my podcast is usually run, um, I I do ask my guests to rewind kind of their their the tape of their life story to some of their earliest memories that has been um life defined, you know, like or or life defining. Um where would you bring me back, Dr. Craig? I bring you back to age twenty-one. And um that's when life changed for me. Uh at the time I was Preparing to go into the Navy, I was studying to be an engineer, math and science. And my best friend died of a drug overdose. Um, and I wasn't even aware that he was using, that he was a user. So it changed my world. I started to realize I was very self-absorbed, wasn't paying attention to what was going on around me. But the most important change was it awakened me in terms of spiritually. Um, I went from studying to become an engineer. Now I have a PhD in metaphysics, uh, an undergraduate <laughs> degree in psychology. <laughs> so um, at the time, um, I thought of numbers in terms of figures. This was a major shift. As an engineer, I was thinking of numbers in one way, but as a metaphysician, I began to realize that they were a key to unlocking who I was, why I was here. And I had just been glancing over, looking at the surface of numbers. As an example, if I hold up a pen and if I say I have one pen, that would be a quantity, the number one. That's, that's what most people are familiar with. But if I look closer and I say, scripto pens are number one, now I'm no longer talking about a quantity but a quality, at least in my opinion, of being the best. And that's the difference. That was the shift. I realized I was been, I had been working with figures all my life, but when I realized that each figure had a spiritual reference, it opened the door um, to numbers like, like I had never. <laughs> I was sort of already prepared because I had studied a lot of math and science, but what I discovered um, numerology, that's that's what I'm referring to. It's the um, spiritual significance of letters and numbers. We all know that the number one means leadership, but every number has a meaning. Two is peace. Three is expression. Four is work. Five is freedom. Six is service. Seven is faith. 
Eight is power and money. And nine is selfless giving. Uh, so every number has a symbol for spiritual quality. Who knew? <laughs> but when I, uh, wow. when this, when this, when I had this, this occurrence at, at age 21, that's what changed my life. And I began to understand that I was here not to become <laughs> an Air Force pilot, but I was here to discover hidden meanings. I'm, I'm a number seven. And as a seven, which, sim- which symbolizes faith and wisdom, we're here to discover hidden truths and share them with others. Um, and that's pretty much how my life changed. I began to understand the hidden meaning of numbers and start to study it. Spent a lot of time at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. Um, this was back in 1972, 73. Um, but now you can go to the library, Alex, and get books, numerology for dummies. So it's, it's, it's become yep. pretty mainstream at this point, but um, I never dreamed I'd become a professional numerologist. So I, I tell people now, the worst thing that happened to me ended up being the best thing. I realized that I wasn't a physical being at all. I, did, I thought I was a physical being and I, I was going to die. And that's what happened to my friend. But through my studies, what was brought about from his transitioning, I realized we're spiritual beings, Alex. We're spiritual beings having temporary physical experiences, and we go back home. We go back from our original point, our point of origin, if you will. So with that perspective, I began to look at my friends passing a whole nother way. It wasn't a terrible tragedy. It was a great gift of love. There's no greater gift that a friend give his life um, for another. And this this is how I interpreted it. It opened my, my eyes spiritually. I began, um, I ran immediately to the sem- seminary um, to begin to study, studying um, the Bible, but it wasn't enough. I also studied the Quran, um, the Bhagavad Gita, all the world religions. I just, I just became a sponge wanting to learn as much as I could about why I was here. That was, that was a question that his passing had me asking, why am I here? What is the meaning of life? And if it's going to be so arbitrary, I was ready to go there. It would take me now, too. I, I don't want to be here anymore. And um, just from that yearning, that, that energy from my mind, if you will, I began to receive answers. And um, if, if, I, if I rewind a bit further, because I, I, I you know, like that, that, you know, like that fuel has to find its fire from your roots. Um, can you tell me a bit about, you know, like your upbringing, you know, like in terms of, you know, like, um, was your family religious? What was your fraternity like, you know, like in terms of brothers and sisters and, you know, like, um, can you tell me a bit about your upbringing? Uh, sure, sure. Um, I was brought up in the ethical, it was, it was called ethical culturalists as an ethical culturalist. This was a uh, organization formed in New York City by Felix Adler. And um, the ethical culturalists were from all different religions. So when I was in Sunday school, I went to the uh, Orthodox Greek churches, Catholic churches. Um, Our Sunday school teacher took us to Baptist churches, um, Korean churches. So I, I had... It was almost as though I was being prepared, (laughs) 
even even yeah. at their early age. Um, my mom didn't believe in organized religion, so she took us there. But she did believe in doing the right thing, being kind to people. And I think the the organization were was referred to as a humanist, a humanist organization. So I was raised as a humanist, or basically an atheist. Um, and I believed in numbers and systems, and if you could add and subtract it, um, it was real to me. But um, that belief system was not strong enough to deal with the things I was facing in life, which was the passing of my friend at such an early age. Uh, so there had and, to be and more. <laughs> the, you, you said that, you know, like even. You know, like at, at the most early age, y your mom raised you as, you know, like kind of uh, open to, you know, like all religions and all spiritual um, defining of life, basically. Um, you know, like this is something, you know, like I come from, you know, a like Catholic school and, you know, like they, 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 they kicked out the churches by then. But, you know, like, the, you know, like initially, you know, like I had like the... Catholic teachings and, you know, the mandatory Catholic teachings at school and all that. Um, how does it change a kid's perspective, you think, you know, like in terms of, you know, like in, in terms of even defining um, in, in the AA's literature, for example, you know, like they will say that, you know, like God is defined by your own, um, how you perceive it, you know, like, so um, it's actually, you know, like some of the, I'm not, I don't remember the precise wording, but, you know, like God as you define it or God as you perceive it, you know, like, you know, like just to open up at, at to as many religious um, movements as possible, you know, like into AAs or NAs or um, for, from, from, from your perspective, you know, like how did it change even you defining those, those, you know, like those things that are, you know, like, how can I say, you know, like higher power, you know, like the, than, well, than it, us. It, it, it was the answer for me. Being a, a mathematician, I always like one and one because it always equal two. Um, in English, it was A, I before E, except after C. There was always an exception to the rule, okay? So with the numbers, in numerology, numerology is dates some 4,000 years. It existed before the holy writings. Uh, man had letter, had numbers before he had letters. Uh, and before that, pictures, hieroglyphics. So they emerged into numbers, but the meanings have been lost over time. So what this, my discovery of the sequence of numbers, what it did was it helped define my life. It helped put order into it because every everything can be defined with letters and numbers. Uh, essentially, um, it put meaning to the scripture. The scripture says we were created by the word of God. Well, I thought about that. And I said, well, words are vibrations. When I was in school, the teacher said, ah, that's the A sound, Craig. B, B, that's the B sound. So what were they doing? They were giving us vibrations and teaching us the symbols to use for those vibrations. Little did we know they were going to make us have letters, then words, then paragraphs. And next thing you know, you're writing a 10-page paper. You know, they sneak that in on you. They start off so simple. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway... As a numerologist, I realized that, okay, if we were created by the word and words are symbolized with letters and numbers, the letters in my name and the numbers in my, in my birthday are symbols for the word of God that created me. And how, that's pretty you know, much what, how what, I approach it. The numbers in the birthday are our gifts from the creator. It's like the prophet Jeremiah. We all 
have a contract with God before we're formed in the womb. God's part of the contract is revealed by the numbers in our birthday, and the part, our part of the contract is revealed by the, the letters in our name. There's only nine numbers, as I described, from leadership to selfless giving. Now, there are double digits, two ones, all the way down to two nines. Those are called master numbers. So you got 18 numbers. Every letter is assigned a number based on where it falls in the alphabet. A is one, B is two, C is three. When you have a double digit letter, like the letter Z, the 26th letter, you add two plus six to get eight. So there's only nine vibrations for the letters. Letters are either one through nine. That's it. Um, and those are already defined. So if you have your definitions and you have your conversion chart, you can reveal the spiritual characteristics of any person, object, situation, address, because it all comes down to letters and numbers. Um, the letter A for Alex, that's the first letter of the alphabet. That's a number one. When your name starts with the number one, you're here to be a leader. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. A lot of people who have an A as the first letter in their name have to stand on their own early in life. I mean, I have clients who they're, they're, one of their parents left home or, or worse, um, or they were adopted because their A puts you early in life standing on your own feet. Number one, little help except for God. Um, the L. The next letter in your name, the 12th letter, 1 plus 2 is 3. E is the fifth letter. That's already a single digit. And X, the 24th letter, 2 plus 4 is 6. So Alex, numerically, is 1, 3, 5, 6. If you add it up, it adds up to 15, and 1 plus 5 is 6. The most famous 15 was Martin Luther King Jr. He was born January the 15th. That was his gift. It was in his birthday. Yours shows up as a promise. It's your name. The difference is the birthday, those are gifts from God. No problem. God never fails. The name, that's what we're working on. You know, we slip and fall. <laughs> but yep. 15, the 15 means you came here to be a leader. To be a change agent, that's the number one and five. One is leadership, five is freedom, and the six stands for service. And all the holy, all the holy scripture says, the greatest among you will be the servants. So you are a great soul. What do sixes do? They rescue and save people. <laughs> wow, that's what, wow, that's what you're here to do. It could have started off in your youth saving stray kittens or 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 rabbits or birds that are hurt but this nurturing aspect is in is what you came here to do as a six to be a parent a nurturer a teacher a healer an advisor and a rescuer now what is it where does that information come from well as i mentioned before the numbers predated scripture so the people who wrote stories in the scripture, every time you see a number, what they're doing is revealing a quality of that number in the story so you know what it's all about. The six, remember six vats of wine, six vats of water being turned into wine? Well, when you're a numerologist, your ears 
perk up when you hear the number six because that story is going to tell me all about the number six. <clears throat> First of all, it was Jesus' mom who told him to do it. So sixes have an internalized parent figure, a, a right and wrong barometer inside their head. <laughs> okay? It was at a wedding. There was a feast going on. So sixes love Thanksgiving, Christmas holidays when all the family can get together. A lot of sixes are chefs. All, a lot of sixes love to eat. But the main thrust of that story was when he turned the water into wine, he rescued the host. Things were headed south. Things were really going bad. Okay. When you run out of wine at a party, you might get stoned. Okay. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> so here these guys, right? They're ready to kill this guy because he ran out of wine. Jesus turns, does the rescue, and they taste it, and it's sweeter than the first. It was the custom of the day to get people a little tipsy and then bring out the vinegar. They're drunk. They won't know. They won't recognize it. So that's when you empty, you know, your spoiled wine later on. But this wine was sweeter than the first. This guy started a new trend. He was a hero. Everybody laughed. Ha, ha, ha. You had us fooled, man. And that was the rescue mission. Also, the scripture tells us it was the sixth day that God created people. So anything having to do with helping people, that's the number six. It's all, it's all right there, you know? But the, the people who wrote the scripture knew about numerology and put it in the stories, but, you know, people miss it. And now, you know, people say, oh, that's, that numerology stuff, that's, that's not good. You know, that's, that's, that's demonic, isn't it? <laughs> when, when, you know, the whole... It predated the scripture. We hear about 40 days and 40 nights all the time. Whenever the zero is there in numerology, zero is a symbol for God. And the number four stands for orderliness. So whenever you see the number 40 in the scripture, Alex, it means God is establishing a new order. How, you know, like um, through the ages, you know, like you, you were talking about, you know, like a, this is sorcery or, you know, like whatever. But, you know, like how many how many cultures and, and, and religious movements and maybe, you know, like help me in, in understanding, you know, like we're, you're talking a lot about, you know, like some of the Bible verses. But, you know, like what about, you know, like other religions or even pagans, you know, like where, you know, like where did numerology? Egyptian got? mystery schools. The Egyptian mystery schools were. I went to the Library of Congress. I started with Pythagoras because he was called the father of mathematics. So I started studying his life and I trace it back. And it says he got to a point where his father told him, we've, we've, taught all, we've taught you all we can here. You've got to go and study with the great masters. And these were the, the, the so-called Egyptian mystery schools. And Pythagoras spent 25 years studying there, came back with the Pythagorean theorem that drives all the high school kids crazy. Um, but that's where he learned and studied it. Um, Jesus also studied with the great masters in Egypt when the angels came and said, take him to Egypt. There's a guy that's going crazy, killing everybody. You got to get him out of here. So the evidence is he started changing the names of his disciples based on what he needed them 
for or to do. Uh, lots of evidence of name changes in the scripture. Another numerologist was Moses. Moses wrote the fourth book of the Bible. It's called Numbers. He also wrote uh, in Psalms 90, verse 12, teach us to number our days so we can apply our hearts to wisdom. So um, a lot of references to uh, numbers meaning a lot more than um, we give them credit for, (laughs) except for the number one. Everybody knows what that means. Numero uno. Does the current has same... um you know, um, symbology, you know, like it, you know, like, or, or, or use of, uh, numerals. Yes. The number seven is in the Quran. It's in the Bhagavad Gita, the circle seven. Um, and if, if you think of it, numbers and music are the only two universal languages. You know, we, we speak in different tongues. We, we write different symbols, but, um, we all use the same numbers and we, we all, you know, love the same music. And numbers symbolize vibrations, energy. They're, they're symbols for energy. So we're used to um, turning to a number on a radio dial, but we don't think that number represents the vibration or frequency of, 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 of that wave that you've tuned into. Everything is measured by energy, frequency, and waves. And it just ha- so happens that we are too. Just as a musical composer uses letters for notes and numbers for timing, the letters in our name and the numbers in our birthday symbolize the song we play in the symphony of life. When is your birthday? If you want to share February, February 4th, 1975. Okay. You are what we call in numerology an old soul. You've been here many, 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 many times before. The tip-off is your day and your year are both number fours. The day is easy. You're born on the fourth. If you add up the numbers in your year, one plus nine plus seven and five, it adds up to 22. And two plus two is four. So that's the tip-off as a numerologist that you're an old soul. Um, If I add your month and day, it adds up to six. Two plus four is six, same as your name. So this this healing energy, this nurturing energy shows up early in your life. So as a numerologist, that tells me you have responsibilities as 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 in, in your youth that most adults couldn't even handle. You had to grow up fast. That letter A, remember I told you, fits you on your own, makes you the leader. Man, you may have been taking care of your, your brothers and sisters, you know, when when that shows up. It's, it's, you're getting younger the older you get. That's how I'll put that. <laughs> if we add, I feel you want to share. Can I, can I say, Dr. Craig, that I, I, I'm just going to, you know, like, okay, so it's, it's, it is so fucked up what you're saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but okay, let's, let's, okay, let's, um, let, let's, I'm going to give you my full name just to see if you're know, like where, where it still stands correct. Okay. Okay. My name is Alex. I, I, I because I make people's lives easier on you know like especially on the French uh, on the English speaking language, right? But my full name is Alexandre, which is like Alexander, but you flip the R and the E for a, a- French spell name, right? A L E X. 
X A N D R E. A N D R E. Okay. Just, uh, just um, because you know, like what you just right. told me here, um, <laughs> I, you know, it, it is it is crazy. And for people that have been listening to the podcast, while you're doing kind of the, your magic right there on my name, for the people that have been listening to the podcast, people know what you know. Like I've told and shared so much of my freaking story in my life story that people know, you know. So so it is it is really weird having you on tonight, Doctor, because it there is. There's obviously some stuff that 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 resonates with me, you know, like no doubt, you know, like, and I'm, we're going to talk later about this, but, um, but I, I'm just curious about my, I'm just curious about my full name because there, okay. obviously, you know, like it 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 almost shocks me, you know, like there's there's um, because you mentioned the you know like the six and you know like kind of giving help and, you know, like that podcast originates from an idea of um, um almost um opening up people's minds and arts and soul to uh to what being sober is you know like and and how they overcome those traumatic events in their lives you know your like tests, and, and, you know your test has become your testimony yeah yeah and 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 not only that but you know like it was important for me to um I'll, expand beyond you know like mine was drug and alcohol use and abuse but you know like i wanted to talk to people that had eating disorder and and panic attacks and, and anxiety issues and depression and mm -hmm. and 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 you know uh, all kinds of um life traumatic challenges yes and yes. so you know like you, you mentioned you know like uh food you're the and, rescuer you know, like people know yeah, well, in some ways, yes, you know, like, and and in and in some ways, the the podcast where, like, I told you, I work in sales, I work in technology. So when when the genesis of that podcast was just, okay, you know, like I'm a geek in you know in my heart, so let's try that podcast journey, <laughs> and the subject matter just fell from <laughs> almost like from the sky, like in the middle of the night, you know, like the title, what I would be talking about, all of awesome. that. I would just woke up and woke my wife and said. I got it. I'm like, I'm not going to talk about tech. I'm not going to talk about, you know, um, sales or whatever. I'm going to be talking about, you know, like I'm, I, I've been sober for 14 years, so I'm going to talk about this, you know, like, and, and that's it, you know, and the, it's going to be called cold Turkey because everyone understands what cold Turkey means. And that's going to be it. Let's go. And, mm -hmm. um, and that was it, you know, like, so I'd say, you know, like I'm, 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 well, people know I'm kind of a foodie. So, you know, like there's something into that, no doubt. Um, and in terms of the, you know, like the responsibility, um, my mom, sister and brother, um, my, my sister and mom are, are, have passed since, but you know, like they've all been, uh, diagnosed with muscular dystrophia. So the only two, uh, in the family that weren't, uh, sick were my father and I. Mm. So, um, like I said, you know, like my sister passed, uh, from cancer oh, and my mom passed that. from, well, well, yeah, you know, like, and, and it, you know, like it, it was, it was, um, you know, like, and my mom surely passed from, from, you know, like the muscular dystrophia, you know, like her body just like wasn't working properly, you know, like it, it was, it was just, uh, but there is, you know, like, it's so funny because I'm when I got in therapy, the February 25th of 2005, 
they ask you to write a bit of your life story. You know, like, so I go into therapy and, you know, like started writing, you know, like some of the stuff and mentioning, you know, like the, my mother and my sister and brother and all that. And I re remember meeting with a therapist and he was like, so you mentioned that, you know, like your mom, sister and brother uh, have been sick, sorry, have been sick pretty much all their lives. And I was like, yeah. And he said, and uh, how do you feel about this? So, well, you know, like, that's pretty much life. You know, like, I, you know, it's, I know I understand, but you know, like it, this, you know, it's life, you know, like, and he's like, never felt the, uh, the weight on your shoulder to be like the genetically, uh, uh, I don't know, like chosen or, you know, like kind of that, that gift, you know, and, you know, like kind of, you know, like the whole family's hope were resting on your shoulder, you know, like in terms of academia and, and, you know, aspirations and all that, you know, like, wow. And I'm like, <laughs> and wow. you know, I had before that I had never realized that. And my parents were phenomenal, you know, like never felt pressure, mm -hmm. but obviously in almost like in, in a non said mood or vibration, if, if I may use, you know, like there was that. Oh yeah. Sure. So I'm the oldest, I'm the oldest of three kids. I'm the only one that's not sick. Well, sure. You know, like my yeah. parents had great expectations from me and had great aspirations from me. Um, and I remember uh, learning piano. You know, like I learned piano for a lot, a long bit. And I remember playing and my, my father listens while his mother, my grandmother on my father's side is listening too. And I hear him and I'm super fucking young. <laughs> and I hear him say, um, I would have loved so much to be doing that and and blah 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 blah. But you know, like there is something of the kind of I. This is the only time I do remember feeling that pressure, quote unquote. And it, it wasn't pressure. My father was just kind of admirative of what I was doing. You know, like which was probably a basic song and played on a piano. But that's that's a that's a far memory of something that it I felt and. and yeah, it meant a lot, you know. Like yes. It was there was something, and there was weight on on this, you know. Like so, yeah, you know. Like so, really, really weird, you know. Like um, <laughs> makes sense, but six. messed up. But I have a I have a, a a different take on the word responsibility than most people do. Um, most people hear responsibility and they think, oh no, I got a burden. No, no, no. When you're a number six, you have responsibility. The ability to respond yeah. to any situation. Okay. Um, getting back to your whole name, Alexandra is a number 30. So the zero is there. And in numerology, in the beginning, zero is a symbol for God. So I don't know if you've seen any of the Star Wars movies, but the force is with you when the zero shows up. Okay. Uh, the three stands for Expression and youth. Expression and youth. Singing, painting, dancing, writing, anything artistic, decorative, colorful, sales, using your voice and words. That's the number three. Expression and keep your ID with you. No one's going to believe your age because you always appear younger than you are. You're going to have young friends because of the number three. And if you're in a room and children are there, Alex, they'll be drawn to you like a magnet. 
That's the number three. It's sort of like the Pied Piper, okay? <laughs> well, wow. if Adam is one and Eve was two, one and two, three, that's, that's, that's children. Okay, that's you. Um, it also means you're you're an artist, you're an entertainer, you're a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, by the it way. Is, you know, yep, go ahead. While, while I'm on a roll, the name Cold Turkey is a 44. And in numerology, that's one of the master numbers, double fours. Matches your birthday, by the way, the fourth. In numerology, the 44 is called the master liberator vibration. The master liberator. So I'm doing it. I'm doing what so many people have done before, reminding you of how much you've taken on. <laughs> you are literally liberating people from the things that are tying them down and binding them. And you're, the 44 always carries a potential to become a household name and a self made millionaire. Not not because you're trying to accumulate wealth, but because of the service that you're giving. So cold That's turkey crazy. is helping a lot of folks, man. Trust me. Oh, speaking of, go on. I, no, go ahead. I, I have so much the universe wants me to share with you. Every time you mention a number, it's like you turn the dial and music starts playing. Your day, that 225, 205 that you gave me, that was a number seven day. And you sat down and you put pen to paper. That tells me something that you write. You may have already, you may be writing it now, but not sharing it. You may have started a few chapters and just put it away. But something that you write has a potential to make it to the big screen. And when you were still that day, that was the universe telling you, you're a writer. Sit down, put pen to paper. Now, I'm going to tell you how I know that. So you don't think I'm looking at a crystal ball of anything. Your year is a number 22, 1975. And the word film, F is a six. There's your number. <laughs> I is a nine. L, the 12th letter, is a three. M, the 14th. One plus three is the 13th. M is the 13th. One plus three is four. And if you add six plus nine plus three plus four for the word film, it's a number 22. The three tells me you're a communicator and a writer, and the 22 tells me that's your gift. Your gift is to go global. The 22 is called the master builder and the globalist. So you've been given that energy. Um, the 22, that's in your birthday. So that came from the creator of the universe. Your ability to have a global impact was a gift. <laughs> so what you write can go to a medium. That can reach the globe. It's it's pure logic. I'm born May the fourth, so you're probably really good with numbers too. Not bad. <laughs> the fourth book, the fourth book of the Bible is called Numbers. That's crazy. <laughs> I've been doing this since for over fifty years. It's still just as exciting as it was the first day I realized that the number four was meant a whole lot more than just, you know, a couple of straight lines. <laughs> that how, you know, like how much does it um I have to ask, my guess is you know, because you're you're pulling kind of, you know, like the the definition of that, you know, like you've doing you've been doing this for a while, but how much does it does it 
obsess you? You know, like in terms of, you know, like, I mean, uh, even on a day-to-day basis. Well, let me tell you how I look at numerology. Numerology is a number 55. I don't know if you have that chart that I sent you, but the number 55 symbolizes divine will. I dream, like a lot of people do, of having God's will to be done on earth. God's will, let God's, God's will in heaven be done here on earth. Well, the only way that's going to be happening is if we know why we're here and know our contract with the creator so we can be about our father's work. So what I'm trying to do <laughs> is to provide a means for people to discover their spiritual gifts, their toolbox, if you will, and their mission, their blueprint. Why? So heaven can manifest here on earth. I'm with what, what's referred to as a light worker. And numerology is my tool. So that's my ultimate, my ultimate intention is to have God's will manifest in everyone's life that I can come into contact with. That's why I'm using every opportunity to give you as much information as I can. <laughs> because that's how I see this as an opportunity for me to share with you. Your month and day was a six. Your years are 22. Six and 22 was 28. Two plus eight is 10. And one plus zero is one. You're a number one. The first, the fastest, the top, the best. You're not an imitator. You're an originator. You came here to blaze a new trail and to do things a whole nother way. But you're a 28. In the, in the scripture, you know who was a 28? The guy named Joseph, who had a coat of many colors, and his brothers were jealous of him. Oh, my goodness. He was <laughs> betrayed by his brothers, sold into slavery. Um, the, the mistress of the house lied on him. This guy ended up in jail and didn't do a thing wrong. But the scripture says, and God was with him. But before the story is over, he's a, he's a second in control of Egypt, running the whole land determining all the resources of the real estate. So real estate is an area you would really, really thrive in as a number 28, but you have to be prepared to stand on your own and be ready to forgive. <laughs> be ready to forgive because as a 28, there's going to be some really funky things that happen to you, but it's all designed to put you exactly where God wants you so you can receive the blessings. So Joseph welcome his brothers into Egypt. They were seeking food during the, fa during the famine. He didn't punish them. He didn't pay them back. He recognized God had his hand on him the whole time. So you have been walking a protected walk. You're like God's kite. He let you go up into the sky, but he was holding on, and then he brought you back down. And what did you learn while you were up there so you can share it and heal and liberate others and help them go cold turkey. <laughs> that is uh, <laughs> that's numerology. It's so interesting. Um, I have to ask um, Dr. Craig. You know, like, where can people find good readings about that? Because you know, like we know that the 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 waters have been muddied throughout the years, right? You know, like that there is, you know, like. Um, astrology, numerology, you know, like there's been some mix up that may not be, you know, like as, as awesome. You're exactly correct. Few. 
you know, like I would say pure as you're describing and presenting it right now. You know, like and I and I say pure in the most mind open manner as possible. You know, like uh, you know, like uh, we, uh, you know, like I was, I was, you know, like I have to kind of honestly admit that you know, like I, I usually am super cautious about you know, like this this when when guests potential guests presents themselves. You know, like I am super cautious about not. Um, crossing that line you know, because I've had those conversation or or at least those chats or quick emails of people that've been saved in sobriety by angels for example and I'm being super careful because this falls into I consider too esoteric to to you know like I have to be super careful about what I do present my audience sure um I understand. and I you know I was and I was to be fairly honest here you know like i had you know like i was i was aware that you know like we could have i could have fallen to a dr craig that falls into that you know like and i had you know like i had the i felt a responsibility that you know like if we had felt into that to either pull you back or be extremely careful about the conversation i was having you know like by giving by giving fair warning at the beginning of you know like adding some audio clips that would give that would give fair warning to to my audience and then say here is kind of a another sample of you know how people can open up more, you know, expand their mind and open their minds and so on and so forth. Which, by the way, I will I will for sure have that in my description of the episode. You know, like telling people <laughs> like Jesus, you know, like that was <laughs> didn't see that. What, you know, like exactly what a mind blowing episode, which is like really left field in terms of my usual guests, but at the same time. Just opening up minds of people about, again, you know, like a different subject matter, a different approach, a different perspective of things, you know, like, and, and, you know, um, again, back to kind of why I created this podcast, one of the things that I could have, um, you know, like that, I, that I was not too a big fan of was the rigidity of some of the fraternities that I attended. And, you know, that's, well, the, the, the it, they freaking saved my life, sure. But after a few years, there was some rigidity that I wasn't too um, comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And the podcast was, for me, a great opportunity to go down south in the U.S. and talk to people that had different approaches to sobriety and to how to, you know, like to to um, rehab and so on. And um, and you know, like so, so you're kind of that part of that spectrum of kind of different guides and guiding lights that could guide people. And so coming back That's to my amazing question, like, that what? you would say that. It's amazing because my first name, Craig, is a number 11, and that's the number of light. So I just received a confirmation from the universe from you just now that I'm fulfilling my contract, man. And I, I, definitely, I definitely know you are. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> but so so back to my question like what should people be looking for you know like especially in these days where religion has been replaced by you know like there's there's part of the kind of the <laughs> I don't want to be you know like a, you know bad mouthing stuff but you know like the, the namaste movement and you know like some of the you know yeah. yoga <clears throat> class teaching people where you know like um the the kicking out the churches has has left a big gap in people's spirituality. Um, yes, 
and 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 this is essential to have a balanced life you know like you need yes. spirituality to have a balanced life um and I, I i'm trying to find you know like the 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 best way to um kind of highlight the conversation we just had and 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 guide people to kind of the essence of it you know like that there well, i think there's I think because people, for people yeah I, go I ahead think, i think you and i are both pretty pretty good examples of of how you find your way into spirituality you hit rock bottom everything you thought you knew doesn't work you can't find your own answers within I mean, outside seeking other people and you have to turn within and start to do some serious, serious thinking and some serious praying and some serious mind changing. And this can't happen outside of yourself. I think that's why God has moved the churches out. And I think there was a a time in a time in, in space when we needed those ministers and preachers to help guide us. But now it's an individual thing. Everybody's supposed to find their own path, find your own way. And you do that by turning within through prayer, meditation. And it's, it's even in the scripture. The scripture says, don't go to church, go inside a closet. <laughs> you know, if you, if you stop listening to people telling you what's in these books and actually pick them up and read them yourself, you'd be very surprised <laughs> that there's stuff in there. They're saying exactly what you're saying. Don't fall for the tricks. Don't believe in organized religion. Jesus was a radical. He was a radical metaphysician. He didn't believe in, in the letter of the law. He believed in the spirit of it. And um, people weren't ready for that, you know. They said, wow, where'd this guy come from? But he had a direct connection to spirit and was here to bring in a new law. Moses was all about eye for eye. Jesus was all about turn the other cheek, eye for eye, leaves everybody blind. That's karma. Okay, this guy knew about karma, reincarnation. <laughs> so he was he was a little different <laughs> than uh, most of the people during his time. Um, and, and, and what all, should people read, Doctor Craig? You know, like what, what, where? If 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 you if you recommend <laughs> well, if you ask book, me, you know, I'm like, going to recommend my book. If you ask me, <laughs> sure. So, what is your book? My book is called "It All Adds Up," and um, the best thing about the book is the bibliography, because I've been doing this since uh, oh, almost fifty, almost fifty years now in May. And um, and my bibliography has all the best books that I, that I've come across in terms of um, in terms of secrets of numbers. Now, in terms of spirituality, um, I can recommend Charles Fillmore. Um, I can recommend uh, people's uh, the Science of Mind magazine as an introduction to spirituality. Um, those those would be my my two um, recommendations. Uh, Charles Fillmore spawned the Unity Church, um, was founded on his teachings. Excellent, excellent. Um, he was a 30, by the way. Charles is a 30, same as you. <laughs> wow. Zero symbolizes God. So 30s, the number 30 means you are here to express the word of God. How you do it, you have free will. But um, you, you're, I don't want to shock you. You're a minister, Alex. You haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you wear a robe or go to the seminary. <laughs> wow, but these are these are good books that I would point people to. Um, these are people who study the world religions and and 
and had religions found new types of religions founded on, on their studies, on their lives. And I wouldn't limit myself. I would be aware of anyone who says, we've got all the answers right here. I wouldn't lim- I, I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, even if you study Christianity, uh-huh. Jesus said, don't call me father. There, there are people who call him father. He said, don't call, but if you read the book, he says, don't call me father. We have the same father. Don't be amazed by my miracles because these and greater things will you do. He was telling us, I'm the example. But religion tells us he's the exception. But he said, I'm not the exception. I'm the example. And that's the tainting or the twisting or as you were putting it, how the word has been thwarted, twisted, whatever the word is. (laughs) Um, Because the great master... Um, would not agree with how his name has been used in so-called, you know, religion. I'm sure he'd be absolutely shocked. That's not what I said. <laughs> exactly. Um, for for everyone that listens, um, pretty much all of the links that uh, Dr. Trag has mentioned, you know, like we're going to fill in the description um, just so that, you know, like you can just click through and find, you know, like both Dr. Craig's book and some of the recommendations. So, um I encourage to go look at his book. You know, like I'm, I'm, I myself going to be, uh, I know what I'm going to be reading uh, in the next few weeks. Um, you got me, Mr. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You got me. I know. I, yeah, it I is. Didn't plan it is uh, on becoming a numerologist. It was just so fascinating and so accurate because the numbers, the numbers don't lie. You know, it's, it's just, it's just amazing. It really is. Well, it was a uh, it was uh, a privilege having you on tonight. It was uh, thank you. Really, Thanks. really am. Uh, I feel blessed that you know, like I, I, I guess you know, like sometimes you know, like there's no there's no coincidence. You know, like like I said, you know, like I usually I'm extremely cautious of you know, I like kind of you know, like a bit of left field invitation to be part of the of of my my own journey of that podcast and um and for probably less unknown reasons that I may think, you know, like I, I accepted your, your, your proposal of being a guest on and, and, uh, and I don't regret it at all. You know, like it was, uh, it was a uh, special and uh, super interesting, super interesting for that. You know, like <laughs> I thank you for being part of that. Um, I thank you for sharing your story. Um, I encourage people to, if it, if it is only to expand um, our mind, you know, like into, into different, um, different approaches and different, uh, different options, you know, like just by, um, guiding ourselves. So like, I think, you know, like, um, a lot of, um, a lot of our challenges are, are coming up by us asking why and how, and, you know, um, I guess, you know, like you, you've just filled in with some ints of, you know, like how we can answer those questions and, you know, it's, uh, quite interesting. Know Those that. were the questions I had in my mind when, when I was guided to numerosity. No one, no one gave me a book. No one told me about it. I, I was guided to it. <laughs> it's hard to explain. It really is. But those were the questions I wanted to know. Why am I here? What's my purpose? What am I to do? And, and I found the answers I was looking for. And now, like you, my test has become my testimony. So thank you, Dr. Craig. And uh, it was a pleasure having you on. Really. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.